Hi, I'm Shanna. Welcome to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Each week, we'll dive into simple, effective ways to attract new clients for your professional organizing business. Let's jump in. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for being with me today. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yes. Well, we were just talking a little bit ago how we both love a good system. We love efficiencies. I guess this is just kind of the world of professional organizers, right? So true. (laughs) Very true. Well, you created uh, being kind of a DIY Uh, business owner, being a solopreneur like many organizers are, you created some systems that have made your life easier. And I'd love to hear more about them. Yeah. um, I'm really excited to like share everything um, because I guess um, like you were saying, like, so I actually started um, my business in 2019 and you know, again, like true DIYer, like I was like, all right, you know, I had bare minimum to put into it. And, you know, so I was like, all right, you know, spending hours on end and like working those very late nights, like up and past midnight. um, We've all been there, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what, you have to put the time in, right? Um, Right. Right. A lot of research and everything. And, you know, I, I um, spent a lot of time like with the website and all of that. And then um, same thing, like um, trying to figure out uh, systems like on the back end. Right. So like as organizers, like, you know, I can go into somebody's house and like physically organize their stuff. No problem. But like stuff on the back end was really hard. Um, Yeah. Especially like when like in the beginning when I only had like one or two clients at a time, like it was fine, you know, but then like once I started getting busy and I was like, Oh shoot, now I have all of these clients. Like I'm trying to like look back on like, you know, I had everything written down in a notebook and I just, I was so completely lost. And I was like, Oh, I wish I had like a better system before I got busy. Right. Um, Yeah. Um, so like, you know, again, I finally found, um, HoneyBook. And I know some other organizers like use Dubsado as a CRM and everything. Like I actually like used, I think it was a free trial of Dubsado at the time, but like for some reason I just didn't, I don't know. Like I just didn't like it didn't making fit the your, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, like same, like when we organize someone's spaces, like not everybody organizes the same, not everyone right. learns the same. Well, and so, even productivity is different. I just interviewed yeah. and um, I, I just interviewed and actually the episode before this one um, will be with Ellen Fay, who has written the book Productivity for How You're Wired. And so she gave me some great information. She shared with us how um, just how, you know, just like what you were saying that everyone has their own um, their own structure needs, their own productivity, like what is a good condition for them to be productive. And so she was sharing that, but it just kind of makes me think too, how we all have our own systems of, you know, planners or digital planners or to-do lists or whatever. But if it's not in the structure that you need, it's not going to, you're not going to ever get to that efficiency. You've got to find a structure that works for you. For sure. Um, I, I actually went to school for teaching. Um, I have like a bachelor's in elementary ed, but then I found that it actually just was not 
like was not for me. Right. Like I loved the kids, but like, it just wasn't like a physical, like I love being hands-on and like doing yeah. the physical part. Um, so like here I am, you know, when I first started the business, like, you know, I had my, my paper planner, like all of my, like, I have notes. one. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I, here's the thing, right? Like once I started like getting into like the CRM online and like HoneyBook and all of that, I found that I was getting like, I was I was really hesitant to move to like a digital calendar, mm. um, but it, it took me, I ended up like I was texting a client. I didn't have my planner on me. And then when I got home, I forgot to add in the session into the paper calendar. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, and then I ended up like double booking or something. And yeah. I was like, oh, this isn't, you know, I was I've like, had I that happen to- too. Oh, it's the worst. And I was like, all right, I guess I need to switch to digital. And then like, and then like, once I did that, I started like, really, oh, well, like playing around with like, all right, well, what else can I do? Like to make to make it better to make it easier on me to make it less back and forth between like me and the client almost. Right. Too. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really, um, so I, I created these like, it's almost like, I don't, there, it's not fully a how-to, but it's more of like a behind the scenes footage of like how I set everything up, what I use it for, the automations I put into place. Nice. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, I, I, a lot of other organizers will ask like, well, you know, how do you set up the pipeline or like what stages do you have? Like, you know, from start to finish when you first start talking to a client till the end, like, how do you keep track of blah, blah, blah. Right. So (laughs) there's a lot to it. There's working in your business, which is like the organizing piece, the hands-on in front of clients. And then there's the working on your business, which is all this backend stuff of creating the systems. Because once you've got someone booked or, you know, sold, like any step that you're creating in between actually doing the work and being able to invoice, you're actually kind of wasting money if, if it's not just like super efficient, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I guess if you really like, this is one of the things too, that I learned, like, if you really want to get technical, right, like profit is coming into your time. So like, if you're really like, you're really not making however much you're charging, if you're spending all of this extra time on the back end, like you're really not profiting if you're like, you know, if you don't have these systems in place and and that's where like the connection was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I really, <laughs> like I'm making the money, but not really, not really because right. I'm still spending all this extra time. Right. If you're spending 12 hours to get your three hour uh, <laughs> organizing project good to go, then yeah, you're, you're, you're not making anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I it's, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes you do have to work for it, right? But like, you oh, know, yes. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you created some systems. So after doing it for a while and how long were you in your organizing business before you kind of figured out some of these systems for yourself? Oh boy. I want to say like a year, a year into okay. it. I like, I like that first year, like I said, I was just kind of like going through the motions and yeah. I was like, and then, like I started and, you know, I started in 2019 right before the shutdown. So right. it was like, 
it's almost like things were kind of paused, um, which I should have spent that time implementing this stuff beforehand, but I didn't. Um, (laughs) So we were all trying to survive. You can't fault yourself for that. Exactly. That is so true. But, um, but yeah, like once, once things started like really picking up and I was like, I had like, you know, 10, 10 different projects going at a time. I was like, Oh my God. Like, you know, and it was just me at the time too. So I'm like, Oh my God, like I got to get, you know, and then I was like, how do I keep track of who's, who's where? And like, how do I follow up with them? And, you know, all right, once the sessions are over, what happens next kind of thing? Um, so it really took a lot of like, I guess it really took a lot of, um, like me working and figuring these things out, like messing up in order to get it right for myself. So like, that was another reason why I wanted to make the videos was to kind of like, you know, help maybe the beginning, you know, people starting out yeah. so they can kind of see, get this implemented, like before they start getting busy. So then they really have a good, a good rhythm going. Right. And it's one of those things, um, like you were just saying is when you have kind of that, that downtime, it's good, whether it's at the beginning of your business or like you, there's this weird pause a year in, it, <laughs> yeah. it's nice to be able to create the systems, the infrastructure so that the rest of your business can kind of build out once you get a little bit busier. I think the struggle that a lot of people have, and I know I did when I first started my business, and I think a lot of other new business owners um, kind of go through this too, is that they don't know yet. So for instance, um, so let's say I, you know, I, so I started my business in 2015 and um, I've always been a very organized person. I knew how I wanted to organize, um, you know, like my like the Google Drive, so that various members of my team and I could share documents and um, working documents and all those sorts of things. But it's almost like you don't know how to set up the filing system until you have things to file. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of thinking through that too. As um, while it would be nice. Um, if you're going into it without a ton of information, you might just not know what infrastructure to build, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very so, true. So if you okay, so there are lots of organizers that are new to the industry, and um, lots of my listeners are either new organizers or thinking about becoming an organizer. So um Let's say someone is brand new to the business. They have organized their parents' closets, their friends and neighbors' pantries and closets and garages and that sort of thing. And they kind of have, uh, up to that point, used some, some things that were just kind of internal to them. Like, I think it needs to look like this. It functions this way because the family works this way. Um, I'm just kind of thinking through what systems would need to be in place. Um, so tell me what I'm missing. So you've got kind of capturing people that are interested, making sure you're having the conversations with them, um, following up with them. If they don't immediately say, yes, let's book it. You have to have uh, payment processing in place. You have to have kind of an idea of what you're going to do while you're there. You have to have an idea of the organizing, like if you have storage solutions or whatnot, um, what you need to have on hand, then the invoicing or the payment, you know, do you have them put down a deposit before, like all of those things. And then the 
after being reaching out to them, thanking them, whatever, reminding them to do the next project, <laughs> like yeah. what, those are the kinds of questions that I've seen a lot. Like, how do I, and, it, and it's usually framed like this. Okay. How do I do this? How do I do yeah. this as a business? Because I've done it with friends and family and neighbors, but how do I do it as a business? And so what you're talking about is really kind of connecting those dots and giving them kind of a, a kind of a game plan through it. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, okay. So I have a couple, I it's, it's like a couple different um, video series, right? Okay. So um, I do have, and, and it, and it's basically structured to take you from, the beginning to the end. So for instance, um, I created, uh, and this first video is, um, is free. Um, so if somebody wanted to watch it, they can, and it's, um, basically on how, so HoneyBook has, um, where you can create digital brochures Okay. because after, after a while, um, you know, I feel like we all kind of go through this too. Like if somebody is like, you know, especially when you first start, right? Like if somebody's like, Oh, what do you do? And you're like, um, you know, I have my own little business, like, you know, and they're like, no, no, this is a real thing. Right. Like, right. and so like, after I was like, all right, how do I, like, how do I express that and sound confident when I'm out and about, if I'm at a party, um, especially like, all right, I don't always carry business cards on me. I don't always have a brochure. Right. So right. <laughs> the first video that I created was like, you know, how like you are leaving money on the table by not having a system in place by mm. like by communicating with those people in person because like if you're out right at a party and somebody's like oh what do you do and you're like oh like you know you know when you like can't find your tape measure and then you go looking all over the place and then you go to the store and buy another you one buy a new one <laughs> like <laughs> I help come home that. and find the other three that you already have exactly yeah yeah and you're like you know I help with that right and then they're like oh my god and like they they're interested right they start asking all these questions and then like I found myself like I was just leaving it like oh okay nice talking to you kind of thing right yeah. and so like that's literally just leaving money on the table so yeah I created this brochure video on basically like how to take you through like the process of like, when you're talking to somebody reaching out, like, you know, what can you offer them so you can still keep in contact with them and follow up with them? Um, basically like, so you get their information, right? So like, okay. yeah. You know, saying like, you know, it takes however many times, like for somebody to get exposure to yeah. you. Yeah. Like eight like or that, 10 touch points. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's the first kind of step, right? Cause it, I was like, I am like leaving money on the table, like not getting these people's information. Um, and so the second um, set of videos is called the client series. Um, so this one is more of like what you're talking about. So it's basically like, it is a five part video series. Um, it like, I literally take you through the stages of the pipeline it's called. So it's basically like this, the beginning would be like those, like, maybe warm leads, like from the people mm -hmm. that you need to talk to. And then like, basically when somebody fills out your contact form, like, you know, maybe you do a phone consult, then a home consult or whatever your process is like. Some people skip the phone consult, just go right to a home consult or virtual, whatever. Right. So I, I take you through that whole process, how to set it up, what order I kind of have it in. Um, and then the second video 
is all about like creating that contact form that you can put on your website. Or the really cool thing with HoneyBook is like, you don't even need a website. You can still create the contact form and just send somebody the link for that contact form. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also talk about like how to set up a contact form. So it's uh, automated for um, like further communications. So um, the third video is basically all about the automation process. So like, I'm just going to tell this story because I always like laugh when I think about it. So, you know, when I first, again, like when I first started, like I had HoneyBook set up, I had the contact form set up and then like I was getting inquiries, but then like I would be responding to each person individually once the inquiry came in. And then I'm like, you know, I'm just like, I'm basically saying the same thing each time. Mm, Sure. Right. Like, but like maybe like tweaking it a little bit, but I was like, I'm spending all this time in the beginning, you know? So I was like, I need to just like automate this. So I talk about how to set up the automation. Um, I show, I show in the video, like what the automation entails. So like the, the, somebody will fill out the inquiry, the automation gets sent, the email gets sent to them. Yeah. Um, and then they're able to like book a phone consult automatically without me even touching anything. Nice. So yeah, like I'll be like my, uh, when I first set it up, like my boyfriend and I were at the casino and like, I'm sitting on a slot machine, you know, and then I get an email from HoneyBook and it was like, oh, this person just filled out your uh, contact form. And I was like, yay, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, don't have to do anything, right? Right after that, this person booked a phone consult with you on this date. And I was like, done. Like here I am still like, Right. My slot machine. I love love a good automation. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Right. And then I'm like, so then like once that started getting going, I was like, all right, how like what else can be automated? Right. Like, so I'm not forgetting. Um, so then that's where like um uh I should say like the 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 fourth video is all about like um uh, like the onboarding process. Okay. So like, like what happens after the home consult? Um, what happens after they book with you? Right. Like, so once they book. Yeah. You're, you're like, just, yay, I've got a client. What now? What? <laughs> Cause I've now, right? group, groups too. Like, Hey, I've got my first paying client. What do I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like, um, uh, I feel like the, and you know, like I have, um, automations again, it's all in the videos, but it's like, okay. Like for instance, like when someone, I onboard somebody, it's okay. I need to send them like a little welcome gift. I need Mm -hmm. to make sure that I send them my like welcome guide, like my expectations uh, or like what they can expect working Mm -hmm. with us, like that kind of thing. And, And everybody's like maybe different. Um, you know, it's all customizable obviously, but, um, I think it's just nice to kind of see what somebody else does, especially sure. when you don't have anything set up. And then like, as you learn um, and, you know, as you experience different things in your own business, you can tweak it to make it, you know, seem 
better for you. Yeah. More personal, make it sound like you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like if it like, cause me, I'm like, Hey, how's it going? But if you're not very like bubbly, then you just want to make sure like you, you make it right. sound like yourself, you know? So, right. Um, yeah. And then the last video in the client series is all about offboarding. So mm. like, I feel like the offboarding process is like almost as important almost as important as like the onboard as yeah. like the inquiry. Um the you know like like again you've probably said this a lot before but like it's a lot easier to sell to somebody who's already had your services right than to try and find new a people. new client. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so again like I found that I was like I don't want to say like forgetting about the clients I was working with, but it was like, okay, like focusing on the previous, like the new ones. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, you don't want to like, just forget about the people that that's invested, you know? And some CRMs, uh, customer relationship management systems, some CRMs kind of create their pipeline with the assumption that it'll be passed off. It doesn't necessarily always go into like, like sold and then into project management or anything like that. Um, I know with what I use, I like the, the default pipeline or the um, yeah, I guess it was kind of the default pipeline. They give you kind of a, um, a set of, uh, movements of motions that they go through. I use streak, which is a, um, it's an add on to Gmail. It's pretty simple. It's, I don't have to do a lot of automations or anything. So it works for my line of business. Um, but I do know that like once you get to the end of the pipeline, it says closed one or closed lost, which in most businesses, it's never like you're not going to see them ever again. It's more, it moves into kind of more of a nurturing because like you just said, it's easier to continue to help the clients that you already have established relationships with. So I changed in my pipelines, I changed it to like, if someone reaches out to me, um, to my company for social media management services, for instance, Um, You know, they go into the pipeline, we have the conversations, the consultation, and then, you know, that, that default that says closed one or closed lost, I've, I've taken those out and I've changed them to, um, I think I say something like, um, like closed only if closed lost only if they're like, Hey, I've decided to go with someone else, but I still you know, I still put them up in like a follow-up in a year or six months sort of thing. But on the closed one, I changed that to like, I changed it to green instead of blue and I changed it to paying client. That way I'm always remembering to continuously nurture the clients that I have so that I'm not reinventing the wheel and forgetting about the people who already know and like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I like that a lot. Um, and that's like the really nice thing about like these CRM systems, right. Is like, you can customize it. Like, you know, certain, I'm sure certain things like you can't like for it, like the, the stages that you were talking about, but you can at least rename them to something right. that makes more sense to you. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I did in the videos too. Like for instance, like one of the ones, 
I forget specifically what it was called, but I just changed the name to planning. So like, those are all of my clients that like, that still have hours left or that Ah. I'm still like, we're currently working with them. Um, you know, just so I can say like, all right, like, you know, I can go into that section of the the pipeline and like, you know, say, all right, I got to, you know, make sure I'm, I don't know, just make sure like I'm, I'm following up planning ahead of time, like for whatever I need. Um, you know, kind of the project management piece a little bit. Yeah. Cause that's what you're doing. Like you're servicing the client in that stage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I also talk about in the video, in the videos too, I also say like, you know, I, I'm going into HoneyBook every single day because um, because HoneyBook also does invoicing, contracts, and all of that okay. all in one place. Um, but like, I'm I'm still going in every day. But there's only there's certain things I'm looking at every day. There's certain things I'm looking at on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and and like you said, like a yearly basis, right? Like, I, and they have like a, a section called archives. So mm-hmm. like maybe that's like, you know, people that never booked, you've tried reaching out like, you know, a few times they still haven't. So like, I'll look at archives, like very, very, I don't want to say rarely, but like, you know, if I'm slow, I'll, I'll go back through them and yeah. like, I'll try again. Why not? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's just, it's like the, you know, there's just certain things that you do on a regular more regular basis than others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Those, those aren't cold leads at that point. They're chilly, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're just yeah. chilly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that's like my rainy day, my rainy day file. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. I have a list of things yeah. that, um, like if I, if I, if I feel like things are slow, um, if you have suddenly a day, that you're not doing a project that you thought you were working with a client that day, kind of what to do if you suddenly have some time on your hands and it includes those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So tell me about what, um, what these systems have been able to help you do. Have you been able to, um, kind of spend more time in the strategic side of growing your business, um, more one-on-time with clients or what does that look like? Yeah. Um, so I think going back to what we were talking about earlier with like profits and everything, like it's, it's, it is a huge time saver. And, and, and again, like what I was saying about being at the casino, right. So like, <laughs> right. I'm out, like, I'm out doing whatever I want. And like, I'm still able to capture those leads, like yep. still reach out to the client and like get those inquiries booked um, basically like without even doing anything. Right. So like, if I'm, yeah, like if I'm, if I'm like really excited, like I'll look, which usually I always am. Right. So like, I'll always look at like, you know, what they, um, put in their inquiry messages and stuff. Yeah. But like other times, like if I didn't want to do that, I could, the day of the phone console, I can bring the information up, look it up right there. So it's like really no extra time. Like time I think is like the biggest (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really yeah. is. And you know, it's it's funny to think now. Um, you know, we do and we are so used to all these different automations. It's funny to think how if you were operating this business or, or if I was operating my business in 1975, that would inv- that would have involved probably 
um, an ad in the yellow book, an ad in the yellow pages, um, someone making a phone call and either you or you paying someone to answer the phone call, (laughs) talk them into it. I mean, I just love that now we can, we can merge our businesses, our lives and put together automations that, um, that make it so that we can be out living our life while inquiries are coming in. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And like, and you made me think of when you were talking about like all of these steps that people have to take, right? Like the goal I feel like, especially for our clientele is like, you don't want all of those, like you don't want all the back and forth in between. Like you don't want to make it harder for them to like get in touch with you. So like, right. They get it. They book. And, And I will say like, it's, it's not a, what do you, it's not a foolproof thing, right? So like sure. sometimes sometimes they don't book the phone consult. So like, yeah. I'll, again, with the automations, like I'll send another another email, maybe their emails aren't getting going through. So then like, I'll, you know, if it's been a couple of days, I'll text them and say, hey, like, are you, do you, you know, something along those lines to get the phone consult in. But like most of the time people are really good about scheduling it and they're like, they yeah. like right away, they schedule it, they're done. So, yep, they've check marked something off their list, which <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. is very gratifying for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. I know. I love it. <laughs> I was telling someone earlier today that I have, um, actually, it was Ellen. I was talking to Ellen Faye earlier today, and we were talking about systems and her new book of um, productivity book. And so I was telling her that I have my paper planner, but then I have my to-do list that I write down, but then I get great satisfaction out of literally check marking (laughs) and then uh, swirling through it. And then I get really aggressive when I'm done with the whole sheet and I rip it out and I tear it up (laughs) into tiny pieces. It just makes me feel like I've really done something. (laughs) There is like, there is such satisfaction in like, in doing that. I will say like, get out of here. Like, (laughs) yes. Well, and I remember, um, people, I remember kind of wondering too, actually, maybe it was when I set up my Calendly so that people, I wouldn't have to go back and forth um, with people on scheduling service consults or scheduling, you know, these different things. And um, I was kind of thinking like, well, is that, you know, is that, is that as personal or impersonal or like whatever? But then I realized nobody wants to go back and forth just like I don't want to go back and forth. Like we want these very clear, efficient things. So I, well, and what's funny is that as, as organizers, I kind of feel like in this industry, we're all kind of wired similar ways. Like we, there's a lot of perfectionists. Um, there's a lot of overachievers. There's a lot of taskmasters. There's a lot of yeah. markers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, we've all got the same language. Yeah. And, and, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up because I, I will say like, I, I am one of those, right? Like we want to make sure like every, anything we put out into the world is like a hundred percent, like perfect. And I really pushed myself to just like do these videos. Right. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. I like, I recorded it and yep. yeah, I messed up a couple of times, but then I just laugh it off and, and that's it. Like, you know, we're all yeah. in the same boat. We're all here to help each other. Like that's one thing. And, and, you know, you just, just get it out there. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I, I really like forced myself to do that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Good for you. I I struggle with that too. Um, My inclination is to want it to be super duper perfect, but then I'm also impatient and I want things to happen fast and now. Um, So that's always a tension inside of me, (laughs) but I can relate. Yeah. Yes. But by having these automations, you're also helping your prospective client, like mark something off of their to-do list because even if, and I can't remember what it was that I was reading, um, because this kind of speaks for the contact forms on websites too, is that, you know, if someone has on their list, like reach out to a professional organizer or call so-and-so that's on their list. And if, even if they can just do a contact form or schedule the consultation, they're able to mark that off their list. And so we're kind of providing that as well so that they're, they're getting things done too. Yeah. I like, I like, you know, I never thought about that actually. I never thought of it like from that point of view, but I, I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. We're helping <laughs> people get things done, Amy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, look at we miracle worker here. No. Right. Right. <laughs> um, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. I really didn't even, didn't even think of that, but then it's, you know, and then, and then I guess too, another benefit is like once they reach out, and fill out the contact form and do whatever they have to do. It's almost like, all right, I did my part. Now it's on her. Like now it's on them to like do the rest for me. Right. Which is what we do. So I really like that. I like that perspective. Yeah. You're like passing it to the next person down the court or whatever sports analogy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, this has been really helpful. Thank you for talking with me today. You have, um, just to kind of recap, you have a video series for professional organizers um, to help them work through processes and systems and really kind of step-by-step walking through the same sort of uh, processes you've created in your HoneyBook system, right? Yes. Okay. And where can people find that and where can people find you? Sure. Um, I would just like to say one more really quick thing. Yeah, too. go for there it. Is separate, there is a separate um, video series as well called the hiring series, because, you know, once you're at the point of hiring subcontractors, you're like, you know, okay, how do I like do the application? Yeah. How do I do them? How do I need I help? What do I need now? Yeah. Yeah. So there is like, if you're, you know, if you want to get prepared for that stage too, or like if you're already there, the hiring series is there also for you. Um, awesome. And you can find all of these videos at um, actually right on my website. So www.allaboutorganizing.me backslash honeybook for professional organizers. Wonderful. And, um, yeah. And if anybody would like to, um, I'm on Instagram, so yep. I don't really have a big following. I, I am really only on there like for social proof, but like I, yeah. I, I love all the loves. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm at, uh, I'm at all about underscore organizing. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, I will make sure I am following you. If I am not yet, awesome. I'm at Goodman Shanna. And also at Pro Organizer Marketing. Sometimes I forget to switch between. (laughs) And I answered a comment yesterday as Goodman Shanna um, when I should have been answering it as Pro Organizer Marketing. (laughs) But then I just went on. I'm like, LOL, that was me. Ditto. (laughs) Getting over that perfectionism. That's it. (laughs) Well, and it brings that human element too, because I did realize, and you know, we're kind of, the worst at our own businesses because we're in, we see 
all yes. the pieces all the time. Yeah. I realized scrolling through my Instagram grid that I hadn't shown my face in a really long time. And we're all small, you know, we're all small businesses. We're all people doing business with people. So I'm like, I need to get my face in there. So, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. I share both Instagram handles. <laughs> Good. There you go. All right. Thank you so much, Amy. Yeah. I'll talk thank to you, you soon. If this is helpful, would you please give me a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on? That helps additional people find me. Please and thank you for that. If you want an easy way to come up with content or even to just have access to high-quality content and download it, some of them for free, check out our shop on our website, ProOrganizerMarketing.com, for some free social media bundles. Also, you could join Organized and get instant access to hundreds of grab-and-go graphics, customizable templates, and more, all with content. So all of those tips that I just shared, we have tons of those. So you don't even have to think of them. You can just grab them and go, or you can take the templates and add your own or change up the tips that we have. And then lastly, we have new services, including social media management. We have three packages to choose from based on how custom you want the content to be. You can check out proorganizermarketing.com services or schedule a services consultation on our website to learn more. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Head over to the website for full show notes at proorganizermarketing.com. There, you can also sign up for free tools and resources to grow your business. See you next time.